Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Joining us now on his own show is Jeff Skin Wade, live from San Antonio. Skin, uh, give us give us your exact status right now. Where are you and what is happening? Well, I'm in my hotel room, and I was listening to you guys talk, and I just found out, did you say New Edition is playing Mudbug Bash? <laughs> no, there's been some new additions uh, okay. to Mudbug Bash. Leighton Van Der Esch was already signed and sealed. Now Sean Lee's going to be there. Travis Frederick's going to be there. And potentially, I don't know this for sure, but a guy we were just talking about in our last story, Dr. Hung. All right, so I saw all those guys, including Dr. Hung, in a suite last night cheering on Dirk <laughs> at the AAC. <laughs> yes. That is fantastic. By the way, yes, they were all there, and it prompted a question from KT, and that is, uh, which coach would you rather go hang out with, Jason Garrett or Rick Carlisle? God, can I choose both? <laughs> Um, I would probably go hang out with Rick because he and I are both huge fans of the Grateful Dead, and we would just talk for hours. Yeah, but you're also a Bruce Spring- Springsteen fan as well, so nope, you nope, and Garrett not so can... much. Not so much, guys. Um, oh my God, can you believe that Dirk announced he was retiring last night? I know, I know. So uh, you were legitimately surprised by that, right? I was legitimately surprised. Um, I mean, I th- I was pretty confident he was going to retire, but I was very surprised he announced it. But I almost took that as like a uh, a gift to all the fans in a lot of ways, right? Like it was just like, hey, y'all are all here, we're celebrating. And just the way he said it was like such a dirk way to say those kinds of things. As you probably guessed by now, this is my last home game. It's just... It was just such a beautiful moment. I know you guys were all crying all over each other, I would imagine. Yeah, dude, the waterworks were flowing. Did you guys cry on the broadcast? Man, I never did. The only time that I uh, cried, or not cried, but like got choked up, was when he got choked up when Brad Townsend made him cry because Brad Townsend's such a jerk. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, he really wasn't being a jerk. He was just sharing... How great he's been with like helping uh, kids at hospitals. No, he was bragging. Uh, hey man, I'm gonna make dirt cry. Watch this. But uh, that was that was pretty incredible. That was probably the moment that got me. But um, it was like uh, I, I definitely got choked up a few times during that ceremony. Just the uh, the uh, the heaviness of it all. Not like uh, not like sad heaviness, but just like uh, I always make fun of the. Uh, funny line in uh, Spinal Tap when they're standing there looking at Elvis's grave and Nigel goes, too much bloody perspective. Uh, right. To, to like have those those five guys that Dirk all, you know, those, those were his heroes, they're busy guys and they have no attachment. I mean, Detlef has an attachment to this franchise, but not really. His only real attachment was, wait, did we draft him ahead of Carl Malone? So, um, so anyway, so those guys all drop what they're doing to come in, and it's like this thing where they respect and admire him as much as he respected and admired them growing up. So, like, I think the thing I would ask all the listeners is go back to when you're in your teens 
and go, hey, man, uh, when your greatest achievement is over, the five people that you worshipped when you were a teenager are all going to be there to tell you how much they love you. That's, that's incredible, dude. That's that is awesome. really, really incredible and mind-blowing. And, uh, and how great, and, and also, like, uh, the reverence that those guys have for one another. The, one of my favorite moments was when Sean Kemp, who's dressed like Chris Tucker, they go, they hand the mic to Larry Bird, and they go, Larry Bird, and Sean Kemp throws a number one in the air, right? Like, Sean Kemp is excited to be standing next to Larry Bird honoring Dirk. And then, like, when you take all that in, you're going, oh, my God. And, and Ben, you know how much I admire Derek Harper. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing next to Harp, and as these moments are going down and the whole thing is going down, Harp's not, like, emotional, like, crying or anything, but he's just overwhelmed by all of it, too. And when they handed the mic to Larry Bird, Harp just goes, man, Larry Blanken legend. Like, he's in awe. Right, right. right. And, he, and he played against him. So it's just like that whole thing where, like, here's all these elite guys just all admiring Dirk. And uh, that's just, I just can't imagine. And right. Dirk had so many funny lines about it, too, right? Yeah. And, dude, it's like, uh, like you said, it, you know, he had posters on his wall uh, of those people. Yeah. And it's like, I can't imagine if at the end of my career, you know, I used to have this poster on my wall of this uh, lady not wearing underwear. She was wearing a tennis outfit and she was oh. walking the other way and it was like the scratching her leg or something. It was real popular back in the day. Most teenagers had it on their wall. Yeah. And I don't know if I would want her coming around like well, 58 years after. Well, it was her from back then or her now. I mean, there's no way for her to go back then and, and come join me. Uh, was that, by the way, was that poster a scratch and sniff? I, no, no, it wasn't. She was scratching her leg, though. Uh, yep. She definitely was. Yeah, so uh, that's that's really powerful uh, the way you lay that out, too, that those are his heroes. And that's what he said, too. He's like, my heroes came out. I, I thought my, my favorite line was when he goes, Dirk goes to Cuban, man, you've gone all out here. You're, you've are you really outdone yourself. I, I don't know how you're going to one-up this for my jersey retirement or something like that. It's just like... You've really raised the bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And Cuban, dude, Cuban was trying so hard not to cry. Yeah, I know. It's uh, and, and, and I had retweeted. I wasn't sure who the person was. I'm assuming he was a good listener. By the way, dude... Last night out on the plaza, we're doing the pre, you know, pregame was an hour. Postgame was, you know, we went all the way until dirt, took, had the press conference. I can't tell you how many Tolo chants I heard out on the plaza last <laughs> night. Ah, yes. It was so great, dude. I don't know why I went Ed McMahon there, but yes, that's awesome. That's you fantastic. Felt, you felt it, Ben. I it felt was real. it. God, that's um, great. But a listener had a really good point when he was, and you and I have talked about this on the air before, like in a different fashion, but Dirk, uh, Rick thanking Dirk for being so great that Abby got yes. to go to the same school. Yep. yep. And it's like, that's kind of that concept that we talk about where it's like so many people benefit in so many different ways off of just Dirk's individual sheer brilliance that it's, 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 you know, kind of an obtuse thing to talk about. Man, Dirk is so amazing. My daughter got to stay in school in the same place, mm-hmm. even though I'm in a profession that turns over every three years. It's like you said, Galloway is saying, Dirk saves all butts. That's the mantra. It that, is. That's it. I texted Galloway to see if he wanted to come on our show yesterday. We almost had him, and he wanted to wish all uh, Tolos the best, and uh, he said he's been keeping up with our progress. He doesn't he didn't care for Shippy, but he thinks the show's going really well. I never saw Shippy as a Galloway guy, so that makes yeah. a lot of sense. He probably remembers when Shippy was an intern from Mizzou and just whipped his ass. <laughs> his first words to me when I got the internship were, why are, why are you doing this? Why don't you do something worth it like book? 
housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, hey, if you don't mind, Shippy, I'd like you to shut up. Okay. <laughs> so what's the vibe out there like? Is he he's gonna play tonight for sure? Oh, he's playing tonight for sure. How many minutes, Skin? Uh, I'm thinking 18 to 32. He can you, doesn't can you, have that many left in him. Dude, can you get this poster he? of this tennis chick signed for me? <laughs> Wade Atolo did run up last night on the plaza and, and, and drop that joke. He said, hey, can you get a fur coat signed for me? And he said Tolo and ran off. Nice. But, uh, but no, so uh, I think uh, that it's going to be – he, he shot 31 times last night. Oh, my God. See, I really think he made that pass to Dwight Powell because he was tired. I think no, I think none of the Mavericks were going to be the first one to take a shot besides him, and he got doubled in the corner, and Powell made the cut, and I think Dirk was like, oh, man, I'm so tired, I'm going to make this pass. Just because, like, man, I can't shoot every single time down. So there's no telling how he feels today. We got to our rooms after two last night. But, uh, you know, you, were, you made a pretty funny uh, – you told that funny story yesterday on the G-Bag Mix about – you know, when, you, when you've been over to get that tennis yeah. ball and how he's just kind of dropping one-liners Looking all the time. Looking good, bud. And, uh, and Dana Larson kind of mentioned this last night on the broadcast where she was on the post-game show where she was talking about Dirk makes everybody feel like they're the most important person because yep. he's very genuine and real with them. So he and I got off the elevator at the same time last night, and it's two or whatever, and everybody's gassed because I just so happens that his room is next door to mine. So I'm trying not to bother him. You know, I was, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. Wait, Dirk? Yeah. Oh, no way. Dude, it's just, <laughs> hold on, it's just you and Dirk on the elevator? Well, we had just gotten off the elevator together, like Jamal Mosley and okay, a few others okay. were on the elevator, but we're on the, the same okay. floor together. You're in San Antonio. After all that, at the end of the night, it's you and Dirk together. Yes. Listen oh, my this, God. Dude. So he was uh, the, like one of the last guys off the plane. And you remember getting off the plane, you go through the coach section and then go through the player section. Mm-hmm. So he's standing there talking to uh, one of the flight attendants and Al Whitley. And so I'm just kind of walking, and everyone just kind of wants to stop and hug him, and Coop is in front of me, and he hugs him. And so when Coop walks off, I'm standing there, and what does Dirk do? He goes, ha-ha! You know how he kind of <laughs> yeah. like what he did in that Luca yeah. video? Whenever yeah. they gotta, it's just that funny thing where it's like he just you know makes everybody feel comfortable, and he acknowledges you and makes you feel good and all this stuff. So he's dead tired, dude. I, I mean, hell, I'm tired, and I didn't just play a bunch of basketball and have the most emotional moment of my life. And he, you know, you know how he walks now. He's kind of limping down the hall, and he's dressed real nice. He put his nice clothes back on, and so he stops to go into his room. And I'm walking to my room, and he goes, "Keep it down, no, no loud wild parties on the floor, kid." <laughs> dude. Are you kidding me? After no. the most emotional night of his life. He's, he's still cracking one-liners to just anybody around that he knows. For no reason, dude. He's walking into his hotel room, and he just drops a gem. And then Keep it down. God, he's the greatest of all time. I he think, is. man, I know this is random, but I one of my favorite parts of last night was that he invited Michael Young to go and sit in his seats. Pretty I, cool, man. That just speaks volumes. Michael Young is such a special human being, and I love that they have uh, this authentic connection together, man. That's really, really cool. It is really cool, and uh, man, I mean, we, we, we tend to, like, talk about all these different things and what they mean, but, man, Jessica Nowitzki is a pretty incredible person, and I know that, like, I'm pretty sure Michael's wife and Jessica hit it off really, really well. I mean, you know, Michael and Dirk would like each other regardless because of the type of people they are, but you know how involved in Michael Young's philanthropic stuff his wife is. Yeah, Christina's I, amazing. 
I think Jessica does the Dirk Nowitzki Foundation every effing day, dude. She's on the grind every single day. And so, you know, these women that are put in this position because their, you know, uh, husbands are celebrity athletes, they take on a lot of responsibility because they know how much is asked of their husband a lot of times. But, like, I mean, you've, you've met both of those women. You know they could be very successful career women on their own because they have, I mean, that's how people like that end up together, right? But uh, she's just taken on, I know Jessica's just taken on so much with that foundation, and I know that uh, Christine takes on so much of that stuff for Michael that they have a connection, right? It's like, I mean, in a lot of ways, they exist in this really small sliver of Dallas society that very few people can relate to or understand. You know? Right. And when you're a legend, uh, you know, obviously in their, in their respective ways, there's so much asked of you. Like yep. I can't imagine how often Michael Young is asked to do something for a charity and Dirk. And it's like, man, it's you, there's no way there's enough time in the day for you to even do everything. And you don't want to power rank the atrocities or anything. So the, the, the demand on those guys is sky high. You're right. They're in, they're in a super select, uh, fraternity and their wives even more so. And do you think about what you just said? That was what like uh, what I liked so much about that one line. And that there was a lot of great stuff that Brad said in that piece that made Dirk cry. But the one like very astute thing. And Brad's a great writer, and he's very aware of things and knows what to write about. And as he sees these things unfold, but he had the specific line. Not once during that whole day of being on Uncle Dirk did he ever ask anybody what time is it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Yeah, I mentioned that today, too. That stood out to me as well. Um, just so powerful. It's not like, hey, I, I'm going to schedule this today, and I'm going to do the, my amount. And, hey, look, everybody, I'm doing this charity. Look at me. Okay, hey, guys, I got to run. I got to go golf. Or I gotta... No, dude, he's there to enrich the lives of, of kids who are suffering and struggling and scrapping and clawing for even another day of living. And that's why it had to hit him like that, like a ton of bricks. It wasn't the story that um, – one of those kiddos had passed away? I believe so. That's, uh, I was talking to Brad, and he said that he thought one of Gosh. the people in that piece had, had passed on. Pure, raw emotion unfolding. And you know, for a guy who didn't want to tell everyone he was retiring because he didn't want the going away tour, he didn't want the Dwayne Wade treatment, uh, he kept this close. Um, and now, because of that, uh, they didn't, you know, here all of this was unfolding, and he had nowhere to hide. He had a spotlight on him. You know, there he is as his heroes are out there toasting him and he's announcing his retirement. He's just there in his uniform, all sweaty, having just played. It's like, man, it was just, uh, I think you had the, the term, uh, the one word to me last night that summed it up, overwhelming. It was, for everybody, but especially for him, man. God, dude, what a great memory to cap it off. As you go in your room in San Antonio, Dirk tells you to keep it down, no wild parties. <laughs> got to get his rest guys he's going to try to get 31 shots up tonight that is insane and so yeah last last official game of Dirk's career and you'll be on the broadcast now is that going to be on TXA 21 it's on TXA 21 and again uh I'm not giving anything away but do stick around for the very end okay yes I highly recommend it okay okay, Stick, okay. sticking around for the very end absolutely right. will do skin thank you so much we appreciate it thanks for joining us on a vacation there's your song there's my song hey I'm gonna sing that song tomorrow at Sports Haven in McKinney uh, a new sports apparel place I'm really excited about alright nice uh, we'll see you tomorrow dude safe travels alright have sex alright you can see Jeff Skinway tonight on that Mavs broadcast on TXA 21 the finale uh, the final game Dirk Nowitzki will ever play 
for the Dallas Mavericks in San Antonio. <laughs> song. All right. Uh, wow. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.